The Japanese real estate market suffered a blow in 2011 after the Tohoku earthquake and the Fukushima nuclear disaster. But since then, the real estate market has been reinvigorated by Abenomics and the Bank of Japan's negative interest rate policy, which has led to an influx of tourists and international buyers. So, is now a good time to buy real estate in Japan? And if so, how do you go about doing it? I'm joined now by Christopher Dillon, author of The Landed Japan Guide, which has just been recently updated and revised. Good morning, Chris. Hello, Peter. So, is it easy for foreigners to go about buying property in Japan? And are there any restrictions on foreigners buying? In some ways, it's actually easier to buy there than it is here because, as a foreign buyer, you're treated the same as a Japanese buyer would be. So, whereas here, if you're not a permanent resident, you're hit with a whole bunch of extra taxes. That's actually not the case in Japan. You pay the same amount as a Japanese buyer would buy if you're buying real estate. There's another really interesting advantage as well, which is in Japan. As a foreigner, you can physically own land, which, of course, in Hong Kong, all of the land, with the exception of that under the Anglican Cathedral in Central, is owned by the state. You can own part of a condominium, but you can't own the, the dirt mm-hmm. underneath it. Whereas in Japan, you can go there and you can own it. And there's only a few restrictions in sensitive areas near military installations, for example, and in some parts of Hokkaido where they're concerned about water depletion. But otherwise, you can have at it. So, should you stick to Tokyo, or can you buy in rural areas and ski resorts as well? You can buy pr- pretty much anywhere in Japan.、Um, a lot of people are interested in rural areas, and rural areas come with their own peculiarities, specifically agricultural land laws that limit what you can do with the land.、Um, rural areas are also suffering from the brunt of Japan's、uh, depopulation or dropping population numbers and aging population. So, you get a lot、mm-hmm. of Rural areas where、uh, you have towns and villages that aren't economically viable anymore. So to buy there is, it can be incredibly risky.、Uh, for most people who are interested in buying in Japan, I would recommend Tokyo because while Japan's population is shrinking, Tokyo's population is actually increasing. And it's getting older as well, isn't it? It certainly is.、Um, now, it really depends on why you're buying in Japan. And that's the reason that you, that you use to underpin the buying decision is really going to shape where you buy. If you're looking for an investment, Tokyo is the place to do it. And the short answer as to what to buy there is something、uh, that's small. The last place I bought was 12 square meters, which is about the size of one of Hong Kong's nano flats. Uh, you want something that's built after 1981 when the last seismic law update was done so that it's up to current code. And you want to buy something near a train station.、Um, that's one of the key determinants for Japanese real estate is how many minutes it takes to actually walk to the nearest train station. And are there things you should avoid as well? Oh, there's a whole raft of things that you should avoid.、Uh, one of the things that you have, want to look out for is property that's built on reclaimed land because reclaimed land in the event of an earthquake is, is much more likely to have problems.、Um, Um, Japanese real estate is also peculiar in that people there, like here, like really new properties. But the minute you take the keys from a new property,、uh, it depreciates very rapidly.、Mm-hmm. So that's one of the other reasons why properties built after about 1981 are desirable, simply because they've been fully depreciated at that point. So, how do you go about buying Japanese real estate? Well, there's lots of ways to do it. One is that you can. Uh, go to one of the many property exhibitions that you see advertised in the paper every weekend here.、Uh, and you can go and you can talk to people there、uh, and have a look at what's available.、Um, you do, though, if you go that route, you need to be aware of the fact that the cost of that hotel room and the food and beverage and the salesperson's commission and everything else, that's got to go somewhere. And that somewhere is in the cost of the property that you're buying.、Um, also, 
the selection of properties that you get at some of these expos is going to be different uh, than what you would see if you're walking on, around on the ground, simply because somebody's had to package these, had to put them together and find a way to do that efficiently. Whereas if you're walking around in downtown Tokyo and you get to know the neighborhood, that's going to give you a wider range of uh, of possibilities that way. And is it tax efficient buying in Japan? Um, most... You can set up special uh, tax-efficient structures for buying real estate there, but unless you get into buying lots of properties uh, or like whole buildings, which is is definitely a possibility, for the average buyer, it's uh, the cost of setting up and maintaining the special purpose vehicle is, is really doesn't make economic sense. Now, there are specific risks, aren't there? Things like earthquakes. We've had a nuclear disaster in Japan. How do you manage those types of risks when you're buying? Um, well, that's one of the reasons that I wrote Land of Japan is to actually enumerate those. And I'm a huge believer in, in doing research. And you can do a lot on the Internet. You can do uh, a lot reading books. Books, you can really see a lot by walking around and getting to know a neighborhood. Uh, and one of the things that I recommend is if you're interested in buying somewhere, spend a couple of days or if you're going to live there, rent there first so you know what the neighborhood's character is like on Monday morning, on Saturday night. Uh, during the day, is it is it lively? Is it you know is it moribund? Neighborhoods really change, and that that recommendation works here in Hong Kong or in London as well. It's really a good idea to get some dirt on your shoes. Um, in terms of managing the risks. Um, the the age of the building really has a lot to do with its ability to withstand earthquakes. Um, one of the things that I wrote about uh, in Landed Japan is how uh, during the Kobe earthquake, you could actually map the survival or the age of a building in neighborhoods by how well the building survived. And buildings that were mm-hmm. built up to the current code, the uh, the death and, and injury rate was substantially less. The buildings actually survived. The older buildings collapsed like pancakes. And most of the people who died in that uh, died of, of suffocation and mm-hmm. crush injuries. Uh, so that's one of, one of the keys. Also, buying from a reputable, uh, a reputable agent or a reputable builder is also a really good place to start. They've got a reputation they need to protect, so they're less likely to sell you junk. And is now a good time to buy in Japan? It can be. You've got to do your research. Um, there are definitely good values there. Uh, and things are changing very rapidly with Abenomics, with the tourism mm-hmm. scene. And Japan is just so much fun. Uh, it's a great place to go and eat. There's so much culture. It's functional. Uh, it, it's just a great place to go. I'm actually headed there uh, on the weekend for a rugby tour with my daughter, and, and I can't wait. That was Christopher Dillon, author of The Landed Guides. And that's it for this week. Next weekend, we're going to discuss financial issues that are specific to women. Jimmy Lamb talks to a restaurant owner. In our investment segment, I'll take a look at art futures. Hope you can listen next week. In the meantime, this is Peter Lewis wishing you a great weekend and week ahead.